Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of A Star to Steer Her By. Now, this will be going up uh, a few days before uh, the new year, but from our perspective, those of your beloved hosts, uh, it's actually a couple days before Christmas. Also, Hanukkah starting soon, and Kwanzaa. Uh, begins on Monday as well, according to my desk calendar. So if it's not lying to me, it's kind of, you know, Holidays. a lot at once. Holiday season. Uh, yeah, so because of that, in the wonderful world of radio, we are going to open presents we got for each other. So, um, we'll see how this works. Yeah, no, it's going to be you, great. Can you, like, play, like, jingle bells over this part? I no. probably couldn't find a public domain version, so here's what we'll do. What I do will... mean? Of course you could. How could that not be public domain? Why do you... No, I'm not talking about the song jingle bells. I'm talking about just, oh, like... Ching, just ching, like ching, the ching, 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 Oh, oh, from Amok Time. Exactly. Just uh, call in, call in the, the it Vulcans. Took me a to get that. Ah, the Jingle Bell Boys. Oh, I loved them. The Jingle Bell Boys. Yeah, I can I can quietly hum Jingle Bells in the background right now while we. Uh, who's opening? No. Okay. All right. Who? Um... Well, Caitlin can open that one and then share it with Chris. Okay. Right, Caitlin, I might not share it though. I'll let you open as well. Aww. I guess. Feels like a book. It might be a book. I think it's a book. Like my terrible rapping job? I do. Ah! Stop yourself! <laughs> it's a Star Trek original series adult coloring book. Do you know that I actually love coloring? I do. I'm I was, so excited. I was with you at Costco when you bought a coloring book. Look, it's Khan and MacGyver's. The important part is that it's the adult editions. So. Oh, man. It, it's, is there wieners in here? No. 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 I like that it's, it's Khan... Hitting on MacGyver's with his own yeah. portrait in, in, in the background. In front of his picture. This is great. I, we, I'm definitely going to... <laughs> it's the Gorn! Yes! I have a metallic silver uh, pencil that'll work perfectly for his eyeballs. Oh, yay. We should put some photos of these after you've colored them. Oh, the boy. Internet. That would be great. Oh, it's my man, the Squire of Gothos. Good. Oh, my God. Good. They've got all the macaroni in there, too. That'd be a son of a gun to color. Oh, my God. I'm really excited. This is awesome. Thank you so much. You know, that's what adult coloring books are for. They're that's for, true. for lots of intricate little bits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Thing is, though, is now I'm going to have to, like, obsessively go back. Oh, God. Is this fucking... Is this court martial? What is this? Looks like it. <laughs> this is great. I'm gonna have to go watch all the episodes. Oh God! Oh, it's uh, what's her name? Oh, it's Ruck. Cause, cause there's Andre with a little jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot more boob than I remember. Uh, yes, adult she, coloring book. She had some boobs. <laughs> I remember her having boobs. Oh, this is really exciting. Oh God, I can't wait. Okay, cool. I'm actually gonna leave now. I'm just gonna go do this now. Okay. All right, bye, Caitlin. All right, see ya. <gasps> Certainly, shirtless Sulu. And I'll protect you, fair maiden. Sorry, neither. <laughs> Love it. Oh, this is the best. This is the best. Thank you very much, guys. I can't wait to color it in. Oh, look, look. Go to the next one again. Get some eyeliner. Oh, it's good and evil Kirk. Oh, it's bad Kirk. Nice. Scratchy face Kirk. Oh, this is the balls. Oh, I'm so excited. We'll definitely share pictures. I love this. Oh, Tranya. Tranya. And Vela. All right, now now Aim's going to open ours. I'm going to open this one. Your paper is much better than mine. TJ Maxx, TJ Maxx, three bucks rap, a roll. Wrapping skills and everything. Oh, I do wrap nicely. Oh, Mr. Spock, Logic and Prosperity Box. What does it even mean? Includes a book of logical advice and quotations from the USS Enterprise's first officer. I just oh, want to say that cool. I'm really excited that you that we both did Star Trek. Gifts. I mean, well, what, what else, else are we, we going to do? to do? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. We do hate each other aside from when we're on this mm. podcast. <laughs> Includes uh. Mr. Spock bust, display stand, and a 48-page illustrated book of Spock's logic and wisdom. I do need more logic and wisdom, guys. The first couple pages are just him recommending you murder anyone that's ill. 
I mean, I already know that. Yeah, yeah, but still, it's always good to have, like, Take a look, Jake. Very cool. It's a little statue. He's very attractive. He'll nice. go nicely with your other collectibles. We love it. Yeah, we've awesome. been adding Thank collectibles that we've been putting out. Guys, look, it's Nomad. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to talk about him shortly. All right, well, Speaking bef- of which, do you want to talk about I was the before, episode? Before today? we do that, let's get the paper out of the way, since I'll have to cut that out, since that's going to be noisy <gasps> as fuck. Wait a second, I think I just saw... Yeah, there's my man in the toga. There we go. You're going to have to shine that up with nice, nice and bold. you doggy. That's gonna gradually unfold itself. Yep. Throughout the, the course of the. We should have. We should have done oh bubble wrap. God. Oh God. Oh my God. I'm so all excited. Right. All right. Well, Merry, uh, Happy Holidays, and Merry Christmas, and all of the others to you guys. Happy Life Day. Oh wait, wrong franchise. Eh. Still works. What's Life Day from? Star the Star Wars, Wars Holiday Special. Oh, oh my. That's, that's a, it's a Wookiee holiday, right? It is. It is. What do What do they do to celebrate? The Wookiees all put on unpleasant burgundy robes. Uh, which apparently I found out the reason for that is because they actually ran out of money to the Wookiees uh, or the or the production, the, the production company the Wookiees, the Wookiees. to uh, make all the Wookiee costumes they needed. So they just bought a bunch of robes so that most of the extras could just be in robes from the neck down and they would need to do full Wookiee costumes. Ah. And then they just bought a shitload of Chewbacca Halloween masks. Oh my god. So that's why you never see the extras too close because they're actually all just cheap Chewbacca's. Nice. That's, that's like whenever you have a group of Vulcans, <laughs> they're usually wearing helmets so they didn't have to yep. have ears. Exactly, exactly. All right, cool. Well, you're going to do the intro? Yeah, I guess we should actually intro get down to business up. to defeat the Huns. Um, also wrong franchise. Yeah, I know. So yes, uh, this week, now that we're back back on course, we will be looking... Oh, we never did... Is it Adonais or Adonis? Let's talk about that when we get there. Ah, oh, damn it, but I gotta say the title now. Say Adonais. Okay. It's Adonais. So yes, we're looking at Who Mourns for Adonais and the Changeling. In Who Mourns for Adonais, the Enterprise is charting the seemingly deserted Pollux system uh, before they are, are held up in space, quite literally, by a giant green hand made of energy. And no, it's not an attack by Hal Jordan. It is the god Apollo, who, who's been chilling out on this little deserted, grassy, little pleasant, paradisical planet for the past 5,000 years. And while most of the rest of his race, who had been these sort of, you know, they're... they're Revealed to be just sort of super powerful, highly evolved aliens who had been on Earth and they were thought to be gods by the ancient Greeks and that's sort of where Greco-Roman mythology came from. Uh, and where the others all sort of just eventually gave up and let themselves die, sort of? Be, be distributing, distributed amongst the wind. Yeah, it, it's, it's a little vague what exactly happens to them, but they're not in this plane of existence in a way humans can see or comprehend. But Apollo was sure that one day the human race would make its way to, to, to deep space, and he waited, and now he's got them back, and now he wants to force the crew of the Enterprise to come down and worship him, and, uh, you know, just, just, just check out his, his bulging pecs. With its weird little, little nipples, you know, off to the side nipples. Yeah, they were off to the side. Really weird they? nipples. I'm not trying to body shame him. I was just like, wow, they're just they're uh, halfway to his back. Yeah. So you know, uh, the, there's a landing party stuck down on the planet with Apollo up on the ship. Spock is trying to figure out what's going on. Communications cut off. You know, Apollo seduces Lieutenant what's her Carolyn? name? Carolyn. Carolyn. Something. I wrote her down. 
Where the fuck is she? Patamame? Pa- uh, Palamas. Right. I have I have weird handwriting, Caitlin. Don't even try. Palamas. Uh, who's, you know, totally into him, but then helps helps the crew break free as part of this larger ruse, and Tragic Apollo allows himself to transcend with his fellows after having, you know, kicked the shit out of Scotty. That's a weird theme this week. Several oh, times. I love that. That's, that's our linking narrative this time. Scotty is just tossed around like a caber. He's trying to do the, the, the right thing, though. He every, is, every, every time. Every time he's defending something. But my god, he just gets flattened like Worf. <laughs> like Worf, yes. Yes. So, in The Changeling, we have what I like to refer to as the rough draft for Star Trek The Motion Picture. Uh, the Enterprise is on its way to a system, the name of which I have completely forgotten. I've probably written it somewhere. I don't know where it is. Doesn't matter. Mel... Mel... Oh. I can't read upside down. Melvar? Melurian. The Melurian system... Uh, which is supposed to have something like 4 billion inhabitants, were all dead. Uh, there's no sign of what killed them, and uh, you know, they, they had checked in, you know, less than a week before, so shit's, shit's, shit's going down. The Enterprise is attacked, but managed to make contact with what is attacking them, and they are soon joined by the Nomad Space Probe, which was, was an Earth probe from the early 2000s, uh, although they realize very quickly its, its design is all wrong. I am a nomad. Yes. Uh, it begins sort of running roughshod through the Enterprise. It, it kills Scotty. It kills a bunch <laughs> of red shirts. It hard resets Uhura's brain. Uh, and the only reason it doesn't wreak even more havoc is because, thanks to a typo, it thinks Kirk is its creator. And so it lets Kirk order him around for a while. You know, they, they eventually work out that Nomad collided with an unknown alien probe. And whereas Nomad's directive was to sort of seek out new life, the other probe's directive had been to find and sterilize soil samples, and when they somehow combined their parts, their programming also got jumbled, so now Nomad was seeking perfect life and sterilizing any life he deemed imperfect, which was basically all life. But it's all resolved when Kirk, in classic fashion, (laughs) talks a computer to death. So exciting. Sweet. We will uh, start then with Adonais. Yeah, Adonais, and I say I say it should be Adonais because I was trying to look it up on online. I meant to write, read the whole poem. The whole poem is fucking long. So I read a synopsis of the poem, and it's a poem, it's an elegy for, for Adonis, who was another Greek god. And because it's an elegy, because it's a poem, they tweak the, the name of the poem uh. to, like they did the same thing with a, with, an, with a poem about Achilles, Achilles or something like that, where they just add in extra they cheated umlauts and stuff yeah. those crazy well, greeks Achilles. well this is a, an english poet those crazy englishmen oh yeah this was this was percy shelley and this was him like adonais is him writing an elegy for john keats who and they were they were buddies probably ish they both died super super young is percy shelley any relation to mary shelley he's her husband, her husband. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. He died at the 29. Rare, the rare He's... occasion where the husband is the less famous person. I mean, he wrote, he wrote, at an he wrote the poem Ozymandias, which is an amazing poem. Inspired I mean, the comic sure book. He's good work, but I mean, Mary Shelley is indisputably more famous than him, I would say. Okay, mother probably. of science fiction. Yeah. He also died really young, so we don't know what else would have happened. He died at 29. He wrote this po- this, this elegy for Keats a year earlier. Keats died at 25 of tuberculosis. And the whole point of Adonais, the poem, is just, you know, it's mourning and be sad that so-and-so is dead, but also be glad that he's dead because the rest of us have to live in this hell that is life. Mm. Jesus. That's dark. Oh, very emo. That is dark. Bit. Apollo! 
Yeah, we meet Apollo. Yeah. How did they make his voice boomy like that? He was a Shakespearean actor. Was he? Oh, cool. They specifically found a Shakespearean actor because they they didn't know how else to cast him. Well, that's the I remember thinking. You know, he has a very sort of grandiose theatrical quality. So they 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 sought out correctly. They also made him take his shirt off immediately and say, "Okay, yeah, you could be cast." (laughs) And I appreciate them doing that work. I appreciated that they had either had him evenly tan. Or they just made him up properly. Because a lot of times you'll have a character like this who's shirtless. You'll be able to see where, like, they stopped bothering with stage makeup. You know, usually they'll cut it off, like, right at, like, the jawline. So, like, the face will be one color and then the neck and body will be another. Mm. But he was he was evenly distributed, so, either with makeup or tan. This is actually just a subtle hint that you don't think I'm doing my makeup correctly. Are what? you judging me? No, I'm not. I'm talking about... No, wait. I'm talking about just... Talking about Shaft. Talking about, you know, lazy... <laughs> uh, can you dig it? I can dig that. Lazy, uh, lazy makeup jobs that I've seen in shows before. Hmm. I know, I'm just busting your balls. All right, I have a... I have a complaint. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I have a complaint about this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the complaint is as follows. You're wearing, like, several pairs of glasses now. Apollo did not reveal his identity, but for when the landing party was on the surface and after they had cut off contact. How did Spock know it was Apollo? Maybe he recognized his traditional garb. And, I don't think and, so. And the um, any classics major could tell Apollo. Wait, wait. So he I'm a classics major. Was That's why I bring it up. Before there was, I didn't notice. There that. was no time when the landing party was able to communicate to Spock. Huh. Whoa. But here's the thing: Spock was able to tell that Kraft macaroni and cheese dust was. Sulfur or whatever. So you're telling me he couldn't have looked at the temple and seen some kind of ancient Greek hoodily do? Oh, I don't. I'm not saying that he might not think that it is a a um a (laughs) ancient Greek uh, style thing. But to know that the that the entity was Apollo, I found that to I I had a little problem with uh, that uh, that level of deduction. From does, Mr. Spock. He does have a point. I didn't even notice that flub, but that's... But yeah. can he see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> no, because love is an emotion and he doesn't understand that. Mm. Love of Cinnamon Toast Crunch is only known to humans and other species that have feelings. Mm. And also, Spock definitely, even with my argument, Spock would definitely not have left the conclusion of like, yes, this god that they supposedly worshipped on right. Earth is obviously a real person. Yeah, yeah. 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 I watching this, it's like, I was like... This episode sucks. <gasps> that is the opposite of a logical deduction. Spot. I loved this episode. Yeah, yeah I know you I, loved I this it. episode. I, I enjoyed. It. I didn't. I don't think I loved it as much as much as you did. So, what, what did you love, Caitlin? Oh, I just loved everything. I loved how I loved the togas how, were great. I'll give them that. The togas were great. I don't know how actually um, sticky tape. Sticky tape, absolutely. Sticky because tape. those boobs should have come off. Yeah, no, yeah. We know it's like, how is that? Oh, like, I, I kept, ho- I kept hoping. I kept hoping for a little flip <laughs> slip, but alas. <laughs> Why would they allow that in the episode? No, no, they, they would have cut they that. What I did love though was just, just like you know, classic sixties. You can see the vast majority of that woman's torso, but her navel is hidden. Navels mm. are weird. They, well, they, and that was the thing. You could not show navels for the longest there's time. There's lint in the collection They're there. basically tiny vaginas and buttholes. Mm. That's so the it's, a, it's a hole on If a you can see a navel, you can sort of imagine the rest. Yeah, it's true. true. They, they debated wow. making everyone wear earmuffs on television in the 50s because, you know, it's another... Oh, because ears do make me think of labia. 
Wow. That just happened. This got weird. Vagina. Oh my god. We're Jake off to the races. Speaking, Jake needs to definitely drink speaking, before we start all yeah. the time. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Lieutenant Carolyn Palamas, who of course is a fucking he's fucking trained in ancient civilizations because of course she fucking is. <laughs> no, yeah, but but she's also Scott's new love interest kind of thing. It's so and fucking that's so sad. Fucking silly. Scotty wanted to slip her the haggis. I think the worst oh part is like God. Scotty was so into her, and literally everyone else on the bridge was like, "She is not into him." Yep. And it's like, oh, this is poor Scotty. You know what was fucking great? McCoy and Kirk are looking oh over, being like, "Oh, poor Scott. What's going on with Scott?" And McCoy says, "Well, I can tell his heartbeat is 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 elevated." I'm like, "Of course you can. You're McCoy. That's what you do." He had his. He always has his magical heartbeat microphone, like just in his back. Actually, you can just see Scotty's boner. Those oh. pants are very tight. Boing, 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 boing. I am um, and heartbeat I, I, in the vein in the middle of it. Oh, oh god, throbbing Scotty boners. Um, I really liked or liked. I use the word liked loosely, but the conversation they had when they're like, "Oh, she'll find the right man. She'll mm. she'll leave the service." Oh my god! Yeah, I that was, was like, fucking oh, weird. Oh, oh the sixties. Yeah, yep. you're married or you're nothing. Yeah. Although you know, they didn't seem to think that what's her name was going to leave the service when she married. What well, was going to marry oh. who's it before he got murdered in uh, like Romulan? Yeah, Martine. Martine. Yeah. She was potentially going to stick around. Nicely. Till that tree killed she her. She just moved on to the next guy, though. So. Yeah, what's his name in Shore Leave? Yeah. <laughs> uh, old what's his name? Yeah, I don't remember his name. The tree. It was like, what's <laughs> yeah, that? She actually Ramirez married the tree. I think so. It sounds rightish. But to answer your question about what I liked about yeah. this episode, first of all, because I did study classics, it like, it like, clicked a lot of my boxes. I was like, yeah, this is good, or checked my yeah, boxes. Yeah, the Greek, the Greek are pretty Rang cool. my bells. I don't know. It did mm. something good for me. <laughs> That's more like it. Ring my bells. You can see the throbbing vein in my boner from across the room while we were watching this episode. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really liked, I liked that. I liked the romance. I liked that Scotty was definitely not getting anywhere near this girl. Palamas was fucking making out with, like, all of her mouth on Palpala. <laughs> I was into it. It was a lot of I liked mouth. that a lot. That was good. I mean, Paul was pretty handsome. It was, you know, very much a sort of 60s leading man face, but he was good, mm. you know? Mm. And pecs. Mm. Yep. <laughs> and I liked that. I don't know. I just, and I loved, I loved that Chekhov was on the away team. Oh my God. And his wig was the worst. Oh, it was so my bad. God. It was worse oh than last God. week somehow. It's because they tried to trim it they're up a little bit. Was it on it backwards? What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, you know, they're, they, they're doing the Davy Jones thing. Yeah. You know, like Eventually it yeah, grows out and it's his real hair. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. That they've badly cut. Like, oh, there was God. so much like campy dialogue out of him this week, too. It though. was great. Well, this was his first. Uh, <laughs> no, his the first... Cheshire Cat. It was Minsk the cat Kate. of Minsk. Yeah, the first uh, Chekhov attributing the, the Russians for something they didn't do, which actually is based on an actual, uh, an actual thing. Insofar that apparently part of the the communist propaganda machine was to claim to its citizenry that the Russians had invented a bunch of shit they didn't. So that's the reason yeah. Chekhov does all this. It is, wow. it's, it's kind of goofing on this aspect of well, let's be Soviet careful. propaganda. Let's be careful what types of things we say against Russia. <laughs> I don't want to end up on. That's right. Russia in the gulag is the president of the United States right now. That's true. Or soon. Well, soon. That's true. It's. We love Mother Russia. Mother Russia invented America. 
Everyone knows this. Well, yes, uh, Kristofsky Columbus bitch. Columbus bitch? I don't fucking know. That's also a terrible accent. I mean, possibly better than Koenigs. I was going to say, better than Koenigs, yeah. Because the thing about Chekhov is he doesn't really quite, he does not sound Russian. He sounds a little bit like he might be a little bit Italian and also maybe a little bit from Ukraine. Not quite Russian. Mm. There's just, he's got this Wessels. Yes. Wessels. <laughs> Wessels. You know, that's why we, we actually, I looked him up because, you know, he goes, he's supposed to be 22. And I was like, I wonder how old Walter Koenig yeah, actually I like, is. I literally was like, yeah, yeah, in a pig's yeah. eye. I think I actually said in a pig's you eye. might have. And the thing is, I, I mean, I knew it wasn't actually 22. Old Russian expression. But I did always think he was actually younger than the rest of the cast. But he's actually a year older than George Takei. Who wow. is an old, old wait, bastard old if he you don't know. He's 81. You know, I mean, he was, old he was, he was 31. Oh, he was 31. He was 31 at the time. Hmm. So, uh, you know, Walter Koenig is actually, you know, just as old as the rest of them. See, that's just such a weird thing about Star Trek. It's like, we're going to have, we're going to introduce a new young character. A hot young character. Hot young character character that, that, you know, he's got monkey hair and everyone's going to love him, but we're going to make him Russian. For some reason, we talked about that this last week. Like, a I just bit. don't. Yeah, it was to make the Russians happy. Well, it was to. I think it was to show that, like, oh, in the future, everyone will be friends. And, you know, Russians. The Cold will War will with, be over, and we'll, we'll all be serve buddies. with Americans because everybody else is obviously American. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know the Russians did invent space. I mean, even Sulu was born travel. in San Francisco. Space, so. space itself. Yes, <laughs> he was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah I guess, well, I guess Uhura is uh, is from somewhere where they speak somewhere, Swahili. Yeah, apparently. Where do they speak Swahili? I don't know. Thank you, American education system. Yeah, I have no idea. Isn't it? Well, it's in Africa. It, uh, yes, but I don't she know. She said vaguely, but I mean, aside from that, I don't. I, don't I haven't the foggiest, to be honest. Tanzania? Let me look it up. Let's, let's, not, where, let's where? not flounder. Why don't I just look yeah. it up so we can just... Yes, that's, make that's, asses of ourselves <laughs> more than necessary. Yeah, I'm probably going to keep all this in just so you know. Oh, that's fine. I mean, we I haven't said do. anything untoward except that we're fucking idiots. Oh, no, I, I, just, no we've not been insulting. We're just... Really revealing a Where do they huge speak gap Swahili? in our knowledge. Uh, these countries include Kenya, Tanzania, Zanzibar, hey, Uganda, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Zambia, Mozambique, Malawi, Rwanda, uh, Burundi, Somalia, and the Comoro Comoro Islands. C O M O R O Islands. I don't even know. So, so needless to say, those islands on that map. If you're trying to make a character that's from Africa, Swahili is a safe language for them to Seems speak. to be, apparently, yeah. It's news to me. Well, that uh, was the deal with Sulu, too, right? Was that it wasn't meant to be any one specific... Well, place. his name is, is... He's named after the Sulu Sea, which is just sort of a, a sea in Asia. Ooh, or, or the Orient, <laughs> like, I as, think they, uh, <laughs> as Scott would no doubt say. I think they ultimately did settle on him just being... He's Japanese. Uh, Japanese, but originally he was supposed to be just sort of vaguely East Asian. Hmm. What well, in the future when all of East Asia becomes one block? Anyway, Isn't that let's get what back. The, uh, yeah, the back Eastern to... Coalition, and um, they make reference to it in First Contact that the Third World War was between America and you know the the, the Western powers versus the Eastern Coalition. Oh, huh. maybe interesting. Yeah. So what you're saying is. When China decides to totally fuck our shit, I think that was shit. the idea. This sounds, yeah. this sounds like 1984, where where it's you know Oceania and what are the other ones that are constantly in war? Uh, uh, Eurasia. Eurasia. Yeah, Eurasia yeah. and another one. Yeah. Anywho, and you know what's in Eurasia? Greece. Hey, and Greece is where Apollo is from. Let's talk about let's talk, okay. Let's talk about the Greek gods. Yes, because because I know Caitlin loves Airstrip One. What? What? Airstrip One isn't that the name for? The UK in 
1984. Oh, I've never read it. Oh, either. I forget. No idea. No, Which is, so actually, so Apollo though, interestingly, yeah, yeah, yeah. is half human. Yes. Which I was, I was, was kind of crazy. I was wondering a lot of like, well, if the Greek are... gods were just aliens who came to Earth thousands of years ago and convinced the shepherds and dumbasses in Greece that they were gods, like how do all of their birth stories work? Was Apollo half? earthling with you know his sister artemis what was well, he everyone did say that his mother was it he because he when he was talking to yeah. what's her face he was like oh i will love you like my father love my mother who was also a human yeah wow. so well and they mentioned that they mentioned um what's her name carolyn mentions that apollo was begotten by zeus and leda who was a human woman yeah so apparently at least some of that did actually happen this is another Oh, instance. hands are up, everyone. This oh, is God. another instance where this is a fun little story. It's mm-hmm. a fun little one-off story Yep. that is now canon. <laughs> <laughs> it is in the canon. The canon of Star Trek has declared <laughs> that the Greek gods are real and they are aliens. And they're powered by a, some sort of generator inside of a... A, a rock, rock thing. Building. Are they related to Gothos? They could be. They've got a generator. Yeah, that's a good mm. point. Are they like, also cute? thing, though, now. I know, I'm sorry. I, I knew you would me. hate it. As soon as I said it, it makes, I knew you'd hate it. it I'm sorry. It just makes me so upset that... Not upset. I'm not upset. I'm perturbed. Jake, you look upset. I'm perturbed that because of this thing called the canon that... You know, I like this episode. I like the story. But story. I don't think that it needs to be a part of Star Trek. I kept I kept wishing that there was some way that that Apollo was making some of this up and that they weren't actually yeah, like the he Greek scanned gods. the computer and like was like, oh, I'll pretend to be one of these mythological guys that'll really fuck with their noodles." <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, but to, yeah, to say, by the way, all of you Earthlings, especially Palamas, who's got a fucking boner for their ancient civilizations anyway, by the way, they were all real, that all happened, all of the myths that you thought were, were fake are true. Apollo, like like the character, probably, you know, chased Daphne until she became a tree, or chased another one until they killed themselves this other way, or fucked half the men in Greece. Yeah, well, that was the thing that sort of caught me off guard, was I, and this is a weird thing, like, I'm totally on board with, yeah, maybe these aliens came down, people thought they were gods. Sure. The thing that caught me off guard was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> that was one of the gyms, everyone. He almost didn't stick the landing. That was the best part of that, watching that happen. <laughs> You're a jerk. Oh, bye, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, so the thing that I had trouble with wasn't the whole alien god thing. It was the fact that he was talking about figures like Odysseus and other figures from sort of the, the, the Iliad and the Odyssey. Agamemnon. Like, yeah, they yeah. were real. I was Hector. like, well, wait a, wait a damn minute now. I will give you space alien gods, but there is very little evidence that any of those people were real. What more evidence do you need? Apollo told you it was so. That is true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it also... I mean, the whole religious aspect of the Greek gods, uh, and it just being stories that went down orally for thousands of years or whatever. <laughs> orally. Fuck you. Um, and would become the basis for, you know, Roman's religion. Roman, mm, Rome's little religion little until, <laughs> until what? Who was it? Constantine? Is he the one that converted? Oh, 
I know. I, I don't know enough of that history, I'm afraid. God worship. Um, <laughs> either way, though, yeah. The, 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 these these wouldn't just... I mean, yes, the Roman, they're probably gone from Earth by the time the Romans came along. But even so, this it's an important basis for Western civilization in general. Really. Yeah, and it's easy for any of these stories, any of these obviously fictional stories, to have been made. Yeah. Well, let's just... So, the Romans lifted a lot of their... Oh, direct pagan relig- religion from Greeks. Yeah, they just changed some names to pay. Yeah, they just changed up the names. I thought that it was that they had they both had separate religions, but were sort of like, oh, and your Zeus is a lot like our Jupiter. I thought no, it was the other way around. It totally lifted because I mean because the stories the Gre- are the, the same. Greeks just, were way earlier. I mean, oh, the Romans. No, I know, I know. The Romans probably made up a few new stories, and maybe they yeah. did integrate some stuff from the well, Etruscans. I mean, the Romans Etruscans. have their type of. St- they have Etruscans. their like you know Parks Romulus and Remus and yeah, they have all that, those types, of which stories. probably got integrated. But um, obviously, the Roman um, oh, the Ro- the Roman pantheon was more well-known by the time the Romans came along. I mean, hey, we got Saturnalia in a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, Mary Saturnalia, uh, everyone. I always like the Greek names better. Yeah. Me too. Do you know what annoyed me? Do you want to know what annoyed me about yes. this episode? Mm, go on. Well, the Greek god in question's name was Apollo, but he spoke of Achilles and Hercules. Now, we know that the Greek names would have been Achilleus and Heracles. Hmm. Yes, that's an excellent point there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, my voice isn't as good as yours. Hercules but is that actually, did fucking annoy me. <laughs> Hercules is actually one of the few cases where I think I prefer the Roman name. Yeah, that's because that's what society has taught you to think. Well, society's um, right in this case. I mean, I think that, I think Sheep. I agree <laughs> that that's probably, yes. But at the same time... This was for an American audience who knows Hercules. Oh, no, I know. I know. It's still annoying. Mm-hmm. It just annoys me. I didn't know the fuck Heracles until I wasted my parents' money on a degree in classics. <laughs> um, but, you know, as since I did, I'm allowed to be annoyed, and so I am. There we go. Now, speaking of Greek gods, Lieutenant, what's her face? Palamas. Palamas wanted to meet Testicles, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You know who Apollo didn't want to meet was Spock because he reminded him of Pan. And Pan bored him. How is Pan boring? Pan I don't know. Pan fucks everything he sees. Yeah, but maybe that's the problem. Apollo's like, you need to leave some for me, Pan. But that's I not would boring, like to fuck though. Some people. You're screwing with my game. That's really what it is. Hey, literally. He finds he finds Pan boring because Pan d- has, has all the fun for him. Pan has been doing some boring. Ah. I, think, I think he just meant because pointy ears. Yeah. Pan have pointy ears? Is I don't know. I feel like satyrs usually have pointy ears. And, and Pan's basically legs. a... Well, maybe Spock has goat legs. Have we ever seen under those trousers? Would you like to? Yes. No! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Maybe really when it comes down to he's making excuses, because he just looked at Spock and he was like, yeah, it's not a human. This is going to be a hard enough pitch as it is. I definitely don't need a not-human there for this. What a fucking racist. Well, I mean, it's a good thing, because having Spock on the Enterprise allowed them... You know, he was able to figure out, along yeah. with the other people on the bridge, yep. how to, well, Uhura, Uhura fucking taking apart the communications, the, the communications array, array yeah. 
hot wiring that shit. Yeah. I mean, Very good well job done. there. Yeah. You mm. know? That was uh, great. I really liked that. She knows her shit. She's like soldering crap in there. Yeah. It was actually, we had a. Uh, Given Spock sass. We had both uh, Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Leslie, although he was in gold this week. And uh, the introduction, I, I think he was around a few earlier episodes, but didn't have much to do. But the first appearance of um, Kyle, mm. yeah. that, that Englishman, he, he pops up periodically throughout the series as well as sort of a recurring extra. And has a bit part, and I want to say Star Trek VI. But I've been kind of waiting for him to show up for a while, because I remembered him. Like him and Leslie, you know, just kind of our recurring extras. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a full compliment because we had like all the major characters. We had you know Chekhov and Sulu and. It's so nice of you to call Chekhov a major character. Because he's one of the main. I know, I know. He's one of the one. See the thing here's my. Leslie and Gold might have been next week actually. The main. Yeah, Leslie was next week. He was he was at the. Yeah, Changeling. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't in this one. But Kyle definitely was. Yes, yes he was. It's interesting because Kyle Kyle was who Spock was giving orders and shit to, right? Yeah. Okay. The The characters that last to the movies seem like when we think of the cast of Star Trek, we we think of Wrath of Khan. Well, we think of Kirk, Kirk, Spock, Spock, McCoy, Scotty, Uhura, Sulu, and and Walter Koenig. And Walter Uh, Koenig. As himself. As himself. <laughs> Here on um, Isle. But I feel like, I mean, yes, yeah, Sulu is in a lot of episodes. Chekhov is in half the episodes, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll find out. But it's interesting. Like, if they had instead brought Kyle or Leslie or yeah. one of the other sort, or, or Rand, like, they would have been one of the key characters. So. Well, Leslie had actually, oh, I read up on him. He retired from acting for a while. I think he had an injury or something. And actually considered seeing about being in the motion picture, but ultimately decided against it. So we could have wound up with with Lieutenant Leslie in at least the first movie. Having some lines or something. Yeah. Yeah. What color shirt, though? But yeah, it is interesting, though. We're we're already only a few episodes into the second season, and you can see sort of... Because that is one thing that does... You don't have as much in the first season. You, you're, you're kind of waiting for that core group to form, and it really actually takes until this season for it yeah. to really kick in. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, Uhura's obviously probably, other than, you know, I would say, you know, you have Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and Scotty are the big four. Right? And even Scotty didn't show up as That's much true. in season yeah. one as I thought he would. Uhura is in probably more episodes even than Sulu. But there was a lot of time where she's not. In, well, she's not very pivotal. right. She's just sort of hanging out. She, she's job. there. That's yeah. true, though. She's Communications probably open, Captain. leaning awkwardly over all of her controls. Yes, there's yeah. no, there's yeah, no why way does this she is sit good. That way, Spock does the same thing a lot. Maybe Whenever they're at the controls, like it's, it's like they don't have like a like like a ergonomic chair for them or something. Mm. Well, it's about say it's because they realized that they designed a set that actually makes a lot of sense as a bridge. But doesn't work as a set. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, right, because she would just be facing away. From yeah, the camera. that's why. Oh, you know, yeah. As time sense. goes on, more and more stations are facing forward. That's true. <laughs> as as the years pass, that's very true. If you notice, like in TNG, pretty much every station, other than the like the science stations at the back and the yeah. engineering station, which are rarely manned or manned by, by extras. Yeah, exactly. They're rare, they're rarely manned. So by... So you just look at the backs of people's heads. Yeah. Right, but all the huh. main characters. They're all stations. facing forward. Yeah. That's a yeah. very good point. Because again, like as a bridge, it actually makes a lot of sense. But yeah, for it, television, it's, good, it's a good spa- uh, yeah. use of the space. Yep. For television, it's a nightmare. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Yeah, I never cool. really thought of that. Neat. Neither did I till right now. Well, right. 
We're all smart people. We are. So was anyone else surprised that Carolyn went along with the ruse and fucked over Apollo? No. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like maybe it needed an extra bit because, you know, she gets carried away by Apollo, gets macking on his mouth for a while, and then the second, you know Do you think they plowed? Yes. Oh, I'll get to that. Times. Hang on, hang on, hang on. In an old ending, actually, that was that was cut, she goes back to the Enterprise and she's pregnant. I was gonna say, and she realizes she skipped a period. And here's and here's here's my question because I know the Greeks did lots of weird shit. Did they bang or did Apollo just like rain golden dust on her? Or something? I actually thought <laughs> it's funny that you say that because you know the part where when he she. She like shuns him, and he like has his big storm thing. Ooh, that occurred to me as like being like the perfect Greek rape story because that's sorry. And when I say rape, that's what it always was. Like Zeus was always you know dressing up like a swan and raping women. Like that was what they did. So I'm not. I'm trying not trying to make light of rape. I'm just that's that's unfortunately how those myths worked. It was so like that to me, especially because like her shit was all her like. Dress was blowing all over the place. She was on the ground. She was, like, freaking out. I was like, holy shit, this Ooh. is the rape of Carolyn. This is so fucked up. Wow. And I'm probably wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But that was, to me, that's how I read it. But again, mostly because I studied mm. classics and it, no, seemed, in, it seemed like... In that light, the... it does make a lot of sense. <laughs> that little spike is what his tail, tail hit the mic. I'm <laughs> delighted. Yeah. Oh, Can't buddy, wait to hear what that sounds like. Ass. Oh, he's not. He's just being he a love bug. Oh, he's a buddy, but he's an ass. Oh, he's a love bug. What? what I was gonna say something about Palmas, but I forget what it was. Oh well. But yeah, no, I, I think because every time, I mean, how many times has it been? Maybe it's only been once or twice. But I feel like you know, certainly with um, with Cum's wife, what the fuck is her MacGyver's. name? MacGyver. MacGyver. With MacGyver, thing, you know, the, at the end of the day, you know, the the the, <clears throat> the woman always comes to her senses and <laughs> does her duty for the fleet. But especially because they foreshadowed with, like, you know, she'll meet the right man yeah. and fuck right off. I thought for sure. Mm. Because if Apollo's not the right man, who is? Scotty. No, no, no that's not it. Scotty got Scott. his Maybe ass she's... kicked so oh many times. Oh my god, that's so much. double did some great flipping over shit. Was this the episode where there was that um, Asian fellow in the beginning who did like a really good oh, tumble as I well? I think possibly. Let me check my notes while the cat plays with that uh, wrapping paper in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is. There's um during when when the hand stops the ship. There's this one extra who you see him periodically on the bridge throughout the rest of the episode, but he just. He commits to tossing himself Ooh. to the point where he like kind of grabs on to the um, to to the the yeah, helm navigation console, yeah. and I think at the end he just actually fell because <laughs> he looks like he might have just actually injured himself, the poor bastard. But it was a very good toss. That's nice. Actually, that was the other thing too. Was there was speaking of Scotty getting tossed around the stunt double. There's a guy you see at the engineering station that he's sometimes at, who when he turns around from behind looks just like him. It's like I bet that's Scotty's stunt double. <laughs> Because well, you were saying that's how Leslie started, right? Is as Kirk's stunt double? We, I don't know if he was a stunt double, but he was a stand-in. Or a stand-in. That, that's why he was around so much. He was there to, like, to, to cats playing with the baubles on a tree. Uh, he, he's They've there. never played with them before. It's Amazing. only today. That's great. But yeah, no, Lieutenant Leslie was, was Shatner's stand-in for, like, light tests and stuff. I, he may have been his stunt double sometimes, but that's why he was always around. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if that guy was Scotty's stunt double, especially when he was turning in profile, which just like doing. Hmm. Like, from head on, he doesn't look a damn thing like him. But when he's blurry and when he's in profile, you're like, yeah, that could be him. But yeah, no, Scotty. Oh, God. It was very awkward when Scotty was like, yep, yeah, and Sadison. And I was like, I think that's a term for Muslim. And yeah, I looked it up. It's what it's what medieval Europeans called called Muslims. 
So I was like, wow, how does that apply here, Mr. Scott? <laughs> That's just random and weird and unsettling. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, no, Scotty, Scotty got the shit kicked out of him. Many uh, times. Repeatedly. Many times. Uh, Ellie had meant well, trying to Yeah, protect. even when Kirk told him, don't attack Apollo, Apollo will fucking kick your ass. He'll beat him with a statue. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he just grabs a fucking yeah. statue off a picnic table and goes after him. Oh, man, Scotty. You know what, you know what I liked, actually, was a lot, was it looked like they were going to pull a Charlie X this episode. <laughs> Where, like, they realized he had, you know, he could only do so much. Oh, yes. I before he ran thing. out of I, juice. I wrote the same thing. It's like, they want to weaken him just like they did in Charlie X. But then that plan gets foiled. Good. Because, well, it should. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? We're just going to do this again? Here's, here's my question on, on that front. So, so I this maybe I just found this confusing. So, Apollo has an extra organ in his chest it's that McCoy figures out? Controls the energy hoodly. That, oh, oh, that's how, that's how he space bangs? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And that's how he's connected to his temple? That always seemed to be the implicit... That, yeah, that was a little strange. It does seem weird that they would have an organ to connect to a power source. Because it's like, well, if you're already evolved... Know. Unless, of course, they gave themselves the, cat, the organ. The cat monsters in Avatar use their tails to mind-fuck the animals that they would ride well, around me, But on. that's all biological. Whereas this was a biological component interacting with a technological component, unless the power source hidden by the temple was itself also biological somehow. The Ood have those spheres. That's because humans cut out their extra brain and replaced it with mechanical items. I mean, that's a brain thing, organ stuff. I don't... That was, that was, that was people coming in later and doing stuff, though, is what I mean. Like, mm. it seems weird they'd have evolved a spare organ to interact with technology. Again, unless Maybe one of two scenarios... Maybe they had the spare organ, and then they adapted the technology Maybe to work right with robots. their organs. Yeah, there's a couple ways Maybe it could I like that. Things. That could be fun. That, that killed their creators. Mm. I'd like to check out Apollo's organ. Maybe. Maybe. The Greek gods are the same gods as the Klingon gods. Maybe they are Maybe. all nomad. <laughs> yeah. I am nomad. Oh, dear. We there, are nomad. There was that bit that smacked of, like, someone at the network going, uh, look, this is all fine and good, but we need to make it clear that Jesus is not an alien. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That oh, line, I The one god is good enough for us. Like, I'm yeah. willing oh, to how bet. how did I miss that? You we missed that? I wrote it down. Yeah, no, when, when Kirk goes, we have no need for gods. Yep. The one is fine by us. I am super willing to bet the original draft was we have no need for gods, and someone with NBC went, <clears throat> and they went, fine. <laughs> Sounds nothing like uh. Jesus. Yeah, for, for a show that's supposed to be cutting religion out of the plots, yeah. they inserted it fucking back in. Yeah, that again, I, I would bet good money that was the network. I mean, it would probably be pretty scandalous to have implied on television in the 60s that there was no God. Yeah. I think, I think this episode does a lot of implying by saying if the Greek gods are actually aliens... Take a good fucking look at yourself. Well, that's the thing. I think it's still in there, but I, that's why I feel like that bit about the one god was definitely some network suit getting pissy. Yeah. Because uh, the line, the line, before, you know, we have no need for gods, works well on its own. Yeah, that's you a know, that, that sounds like, you know. What does god need with a spaceship? <laughs> you have to bring him starship. worshippers. <laughs> what does god need with a starship? Well, I don't, but you need it to make little houses for yourself. And then I'm going <laughs> to yeah. crush the hull with my big green hand. I kept getting, I, I got very hung up on, on Apollo 1. 
wanting them to come down and live on his planet and worship him and build their houses out of the Enterprise. Yeah. And they're asking, what, what will we do for, for, for sustenance and food? Will we have, you know, sheep to herd and, and, and plants to farm? And he's like, nope, you just have your Enterprise. Good luck. They well, probably have to make seeds. houses out of the replicators. Yeah, replicators <laughs> probably work forever. Could make sheep out of replicators. <laughs> Just have Salisbury steak every day for eternity. Mm-hmm. And those uh, artificial turkeys. Yes. Ooh. And those juicy fruit cubes. cubes yeah. Oh, yum. Apollo. My favorite. Apollo, what was. I didn't actually. Do you have the what actor's name written down? Oh, I do. His I name what? was candy. Michael Forrest. Michael Forrest. Candy? I want some. Do you have any? I don't. Mm. You're talking about jello cubes? No, candy. He just wants candy. Oh, candy. candy. Ooh, Ooh, I we should make jello shots. I want. Jelly beans. That's what I want. <gasps> Jelly beans are delicious. Okay, okay. We know we're hungry. We haven't had lunch yet. Jake and I have had nothing but toast today. Ooh, toast. Let's keep on subject. That, so we that, dinner that gives you uh, <laughs> an extra 10 maximum HP in Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> I'll be right back. I was going to get you a candy. Oh, I have to go on record since we're paused. Uh, I did find the thing I mentioned last week about... Um, that Amok Time was sort of, the music came from somewhere else. Having re-reviewed it, it actually is not as bad a rip-off as it seemed. Oh, okay. Like, the influence is clear. Like, it's like, oh yeah, no, you definitely got from this, but it's still a more distinct piece of music. So, I take back what I said last week on the record. Let's get back to... to yes, sorry. So we can do. I want to so talk I about have... Michael, what's his name? Oh, before Kate went to pee. Michael Forrest, the guy who played Apollo. Yeah, Michael Forrest. So, again, very theatrical, which I liked. It seemed appropriate and all this. But I also, he... No shirt. Yes. His his ending speech was really good. The going back and, and slicing himself into the wind speech? Yeah, just that whole thing. Because, I mean, it was definitely a bit melodramatic, but he did it really well. Mm. You know, it's like, you know what? I can forgive how sort of slightly sopping this is because you're just, you're really delivering it All right, here's, exceptionally well, I think. Here, here's my question. Because Jake and I will have been watching the remasters on Netflix. Mm-hmm. How did, when he made himself 20 feet tall... How terrible did that look? Not as bad as I was expecting. It looked fucking terrible on the remaster. Oh, so they may not have played with it too they much. May, they may not have played with it much. I don't and think I was, they did. I don't think... I was expecting them to at least, like, fix the cropping or something. Yeah, like, you can... There's a lot of artifacting. Like, he's obviously been pasted in later. Yeah, and there's a big black outline around him. Yeah, yeah so it looks like... He that's never a, gets feet. Whenever they do it, like, his, they, he doesn't have feet. He's kind of sunk into yeah. the ground. He's behind... Even. He's, like, either behind, behind some rocks or, or his yeah, feet yeah. are in the ground. So it looks like they didn't alter it at all for your version. Yeah, that's exactly like how it looked for us. Which is funny, because I've been, I've been on the uh, on Memory Alpha. They show a lot of side-by-sides of a lot of different... Yeah. Um, remastered effects. effects. And some of them look look a whole lot better. Yeah, but planets that Planets, mostly. Mostly it's Yeah, planets. mostly the planets. Planets look better. It's probably hard because... In the you know they probably didn't even have the original negatives oh. yeah. of both you know the shots of him that on his own sense. on his own yeah. and the shot shots of you know the people sitting around watching yeah they probably just didn't have the um, what's the word for that negatives I don't know no the not the resources but the but yeah, the original god power the original components there's a word for when it's components of a special effect but oh. the original uh-huh. components yeah no one of my notes actually was you know when they when they would always show the crew from above looking up. Uh, at one point, Walter Koenig was making a face, and my note was, even Chekhov doesn't believe this special effect. Aww. Remember when that probe made the Enterprise go, like, warp 15 or something? <laughs> That's the next episode. Oh, right. About that. <laughs> Good segue. No, it's not. But, okay. I mean, the thing uh, is, I don't really feel like there's a ton to say about this episode. Like, I thought you, it was... You, you liked this I one, liked though, right? it. Uh, no, I thought it was solid. I just... But it is kind I of... I am nomad. It's a little repetitive. I'll give it that. Peter means rock. <laughs> Peter means rock. 
Fuck you. Wait, wrong. wait, what, what, which one isn't there much to say about the Greek one? or? No we man. said a lot about the Greek yeah, one. Yeah, there's an hour worth of stuff on the Greek well, one. Well, some we're, of that We're talking about the Changeling. Presence. Yeah, well, like I said, Nomad, Changeling to me is very much, and I think I said it in the intro, I've already forgotten because my memory's like a sieve. It's the first draft of Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah, so I haven't you seen send Star out Trek a probe. The Motion Picture yet. Me either. Yeah, yeah. well, oh, God, just, but just, gonna. just to yeah. sort of give you like the basic idea of the Motion Picture, a probe that we sent out, that humans sent out into space, comes back having been augmented by alien technology. Mm. And it's kind of confused about its mission. Yeah. Oh, poor and puppy. shit's going funny. Yeah. Poor Nomad. And that's basically what Nomad is, although it wasn't intentional. They, they He collided. The idea is that... They smashed into each they other. They smashed into yeah. each other in space. And then well, well, re, first, reconstituted. First, Nomad got stuck in a meteor shower and got... Fucked up. Fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And then in the, the, the ship that he comes across is the alien probe Tan Ru, yep. which was to, to do the soil sample sample sterilizations, <coughs> bashes into him and they all they, the two of them kind of merge. Somehow merge, yeah. Considering it still looks like a like a fully functioning, like cylindrical device. Like it I don't know how the fuck it merged. You're pronouncing words really weird <laughs> right now. You just said cylindrical. As opposed to cylindrical. Oh, oh yeah, well, that's right. because I forgot that that was the word. But, yes. <laughs> and there was something you said a, a moment ago. Too, she was too busy thinking of cilantro. Mm. We're, yeah, we'll get, get that Mexican food. We'll be yes. good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cilantro. A, it's not a bad episode, but it's all very straightforward. And again, having seen the motion picture, I'm just sitting there the whole time thinking, I've seen this. This version's better because it's not 19 hours long. But <laughs> I, I felt like the fact that the idea was that the creator of the machine's name was like Roy Kirk. And oh then his God! Name that was, was Kirk. Dumb. Like I felt like that was really confusing, or not confusing. Sorry, not confusing. Stupid is the word I was looking for. <laughs> convenient. Convenient because, is the word I. Well, use. it's not even that. It, because it's not like it's not convenient. Because in theory, like if he has corrupted data, it's like corrupted like zeros and ones, not like sneaking out the word Kirk. Like it's not like someone went Kirk. You know, like, it's not like, you know... <laughs> also, I just don't think Roy Kirk's a real surname. It probably is. I've never heard of this life in this damn thing. Well, you have heard all of the names in the whole world. I have. True. Also, somehow, Roy Kirk, even though he's from our time, apparently, had his hands on 23rd century Starfleet dress uniforms. Yeah. Because in his true. photo, that was clearly just a red dress uniform. He even had oh, some I little triangle badges. What a very good photo. Yeah, um, that would, like, that. it would have placed him, like... Present day, mm. well, they Nomad would have put. They said sent early two thousand, so yeah. he already sent out Nomad. We just didn't notice. Yep. Mm. Bye, um, Nomad. We'll miss you. Yeah. See and, you in a couple um, hundred years. And uh, Scotty gets his ass kicked, killed, Ooh, killed this Ooh. time, killed, womp, dead, dead Scotty. And they just drag it. They just pick him up, haul him off. Well, because yeah. they thought he was just meat at that point. McCoy again not doing terribly much when when a man needs attention. Mm. Well, he is was. It, is this fully the very first on screen? He's dead, Jim. No, that? we had one last did, season. Did we? Okay, but this is the first one in a while. Certainly. Yeah. That's speaking of McCoy, though. What I love about McCoy, and this even happened in the last episode where he just like did not give a fuck and sassed Apollo. Mm. In this one, he knows this fucking probe killed four billion people. In less than a week. He knows Probably how, instantaneously. He he knows how dangerous this thing is, and he keeps sassing it. Hmm. Which is why he's great. Because he's like, I don't give a fuck about gods, about superpowered machines. Fuck all y'all. Dude. 
He's an alcoholic. He doesn't care about anything. Who true. on the ship isn't an alcoholic? Uh, Most of them. James Kirk, probably. I guess Spock, Spock probably doesn't probably not, drink. I mean, the, the only characters that are really... Everybody except trying. Scotty. And, 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 and I only think Scotty because he's Scottish. I don't know that he's really an alcoholic. I no, there's Bones, actually, he definitely is an alcoholic. Bones is the one that really, to me... There's is, an episode either this season or where next. Where he kills a bunch of hookers? No. What? Yes, but no. These aliens take over the Enterprise, and one of the... So basically, there's not a ton of them, but they're all super powerful. So the plan sort of becomes, let's each of us take one of them and somehow distract them. And Scotty's ploy is to get his alien shit-faced. <laughs> so they go back to his quarters, and Scotty just starts feeding this guy all this booze he's got in his quarters. Right down to eventually, like, he goes really through all nice the, like... Scotch, right? He eventually, yeah, he's used up all the, like, generic shit he has, and he's got this one bottle of... stiffing glue at the end. Yeah, really good, like, hundred-year-old scotch. He's like, I was gonna save this for this, but lucky. So, yeah, now, Scotty... Scotty canonically likes booze. I don't think alcoholics are able to save a bottle of booze for a special occasion, so I don't think Scotty's an alcoholic. I think it's just Leonard fucking... No, is his first name Leonard? Yes. Yes. Leonard McCoy. Leonard. It's confusing because Leonard sasses aliens and robots. McCoy. I don't. You know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely. He doesn't have any fucking liquor saved for a special occasion. The characters that I think are are most often shown with booze in some way, shape, or form are Scotty and McCoy, which is I think why we have this perception. Um, you know, Scott McCoy shows up with drinks for Kirk's birthday in Star Trek Two. He brings drinks for Kirk's birthday that he stole from Chekhov in Star Trek Beyond. Poor Chekhov. Again, Scotty gets that alien drunk, and then he goes to the Enterprise D and wants something that isn't synthahol. All right, well, that's the thing. The reason I think that he might be an alcoholic is that he'll drink anything, even if he doesn't know what it is. If it's just green, (laughs) even if it tastes like hay or whatever. He he wasn't in the team. No, that was that was McCoy. I know, I know. Sorry. Yeah, like that stuff that they served him on the Enterprise. It was just Listerine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, back on track, Scotty is murdered. Yeah. And then brought back very easily. And then fucking Kirk. They, that, had, they had, did have to teach the nomad human physiology and shit. They did, but still. And I just love yeah, that... Thankfully, they had plenty of little painted wood chips in order to give that well, to them. The, right right things, on the bridge where it belongs. Those things sound like they would be sucked, uh, be terrible to store. Oh yeah, there'd just be piles of them piles everywhere. Piles of chips. They don't look like they're fucking labeled. Compact nope. flashcards. They don't hold a lot of data, but... Uh, yeah, each one. This one's the heart. Yeah. This one's the lungs. This one's the other lung. <laughs> you know what it was? That's actually one of the things they lose in World War Three is uh, efficient uh, efficient micro-memory storage. <laughs> they have to rediscover it and hadn't done so by the time of TOS. Mm. Yeah, so Scotty gets fucking he dead. He gets killed. What I love is he wakes up. He's like, oh, what's going on? Why am I here? And Kirk's like, Bones, I'll let you handle this. It's like, oh yeah, great, Kirk. Let let McCoy explain to Scotty that he was dead, yeah. which is an awkward conversation. I felt that that moment proved that there's no afterlife. I don't know. Let's let's move on though to Uhura. That's all very awkward. She gets her fucking memory wiped. Yeah, well, she gets he... her memory wiped, and they're like, "Well, just just teach her basic grammar again. She'll be fine." See, I feel like despite what Nomad said and what they want to imply, it can't be that her memory was completely wiped. I think that. Things must have been coming back because she got to college level. like In like a day. In like a day. And she still had Swahili and like clearly what had happened was, yeah, some shit had been broken, but they somehow caused a biological backup to kick in. Mm. It, was, it was, I don't know, it was very weird to it's me. It's like, so if, weird. If she lost 
I don't know what she lost. Whatever she lost it, when when she got wiped by by I want to keep calling him Landry because he's another fucking computer thing. <laughs> another computer Kirk talks to death. Uh, Nomad. When when Nomad wipes her fucking brain, like did she lose all of her personal memories that's too? That's what's yeah. That's it's... terrifying. That, that's what makes you a person. Yeah, it's and again, it sort of never really comes up ever again. So I just choose to think like, you know what, shit must come back or it's something. Like, eh, but, we'll just we'll just teach her how to run the ship again. She'll be fine next week. Here's a what? Here's how we'll know whether or not she still has her personal memories. Do we ever hear her sing ever again oh. in this in this series? Because if she never sings again for the rest of the series. I'm going to have to assume that he took everything that makes her human and she's wow. just wow. fucked. Or she's now just afraid of singing because of this traumatic event. I mean, she does do a tantalizing... Fan dance. She sings during the fan dance, doesn't she? Yeah. Oh, there we yeah. go. I learned that later. I said during the series, not yeah. when the I don't, I don't remember. I know Scott Scott. Which Spock. one is that? Six? Five. Five. Oh, wow. So it is the shitty, the shitty movie. Yeah. Hmm. Spock plays his liar again, I think, in the Space Hippies episode, but I don't remember if she sings during it. Does he sing the Bilbo Baggins song? Sadly, no. <laughs> it had yes. not been written yet. It's too bad. I did I did absolutely love when, when Uhura was sounding out words when Chapel was bluey. teaching. Bluey. The ball is bluey? So fucking cute. That was my favorite thing. She did. I mean, that whole scene. She fucking is sold weird. that. But I was like, yeah, she did a very good job of genuinely looking like a sort of confused pseudo child. Yeah, yeah. So well done, Nichelle Nichols, for dealing with what is a really strange subplot. Yeah, extra, extra well done to Nichelle Nichols because she fought for having her speak Swahili instead of English because nice. her, because her brain would have reset to what she knew. I don't know as her original language. Sure. Well, that's and nice. she and she had to get like Gene Roddenberry and say like Gene, tell them I should speak Swahili. Get me a Swahili coach, and he did. So good cool. on her. That's really that's a no, a lovely detail. And they were able to hire the Swahili coach with the money that they saved by having Carolyn's toga be completely backless in the <laughs> and by not having Chekhov. Saved in this a episode. lot on fabric. Yep. Just just, yeah, just no using a, a triple as a wig. No, this is why this is where we had uh, Leslie in gold. Yep. I have headache. Not coming to set today. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, why are you still talking like that? I don't know what you're talking about. Talking like what? I don't know. <laughs> That is one of the. Whenever you see him or doing in an interview and they're using their real voice, you're like, oh yeah. I mean, I know it's a ridiculous accent, but still, it's what I'm used to seeing you talk with. This is strange. Somehow, every fucking one on the Enterprise knows exactly when, like, the details of this ship. Nomad, wasn't that a ship sent out in, like, 2002 or whatever? That, that and its purpose was this, and it did this and this and this, and yeah, Nomad, was this. Nomad was apparently super famous, because you actually see a model of Nomad in Enterprise. Like, it's in someone's quarters. You're they just kidding have- me. They have, like, the original, a, a model based on that drawing, like, so not the fucked up one the Enterprise got, but mm. the actual original oh, wow. Nomad probe. Nomad was apparently, even though it was the only one in a disastrous failure, a really big deal. Because it was a very smart computer. It yeah. was. It's, uh, I think by it's, Riker. I think it's Mayweather, I think, possibly has a model of it in his, not his quarters on the Enterprise, but his quarters on the old ship he grew up on. Mm. Or one of the admirals. There's definitely a model of Nomad at some point in Enterprise, though. That's a really fun little detail. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that's, that. that's that's wild. Yeah. Trivia. Oh man, I, so I, I I was just so excited though because I mean I couldn't quite remember. It's like I was pretty sure Kirk talked Nomad to death, oh but when it God. became clear he was going yeah. to be, I was just so excited. 
Because yeah. I love you are You are illogical. You are imperfect. You've made an error. You've made two errors. You've... You have made three errors. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I, think, I think Shatner's a dom. <laughs> well, at least wow. Kirk is. No, oh. Shatner. <laughs> I like the thing, the uh, anti-grabs that they just like run in with and like clamp to them. What well, do they need those for? Well, because Nomad's 500 really kilograms. Yeah, oh, that's heavy. right. So and he just were... floats because he's floating. Yeah, but if he's not propelling himself. But if you attach the anti-grabs to him, he's basically an empty aluminum casing. Yes. <laughs> yes, which he totally wasn't before. Yeah, that was a detail I entirely forgot uh, about. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know if, if, if the resolution on your versions were good enough to see this, but you could see so many wires Yeah, you could th- oh, during one scene in particular, man. you could I see a wire. I actually didn't really notice that Oh, much. I didn't point. Yeah, there's only one scene where you can really see it, but you can see it at one point. Yeah. Pretty I, pretty d- pretty I, d- I didn't notice it. But, but I also didn't want to notice. Yeah. I was so mm-hmm. taken in by Nomad. They were also, when, like, they did this at least twice, if not three or four times. They had the camera just Follow Nomad around, yeah, and it felt yeah, really weird. Yeah, behind. that's not yeah. something they've only they've done. They did that one tracking shot in season one, where they yeah. like followed someone off the turbo lift. And yeah, Star Trek doesn't do tracking shots often, so when they do, it stands out. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, hello. Oh, my favorite thing Nomad did when he heard Uhura singing, he got a boner. She <laughs> <laughs> was the antenna <laughs> popped up. Antenna popped, and it actually made a sound like the, like the oh, boing. No. It was like. <laughs> Stop. Did <laughs> it, it really? totally did. It, it wasn't the. I don't think it was the antenna. I think it was like the sound design of the episode. Like it yeah, was yeah, Out of world, but it was like. Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and he got his little wow. antenna boner. Well, I was actually. Wow. I was. I was honestly worried he's gonna kill friggin' ensign or lieutenant or commander. I forget his rank. Sing during that. Oh, yeah. Sing got off lucky because I was sure yeah, they were setting up. Sing I to was be certain. Like, 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 we're just gonna leave you with Sing, and Sing's looking. Like, well, yeah, Sing looking even, his eye like. What am I supposed yeah, to do? Sing even makes a face where he's just like. Oh, fuck, I'm an extra. Mm. <laughs> like, Singh is self-aware. A, a, a lot, a lot of red shirts. Four, at least. This week. Yeah. yeah. Four Fully guys. disintegrated. Uh, and what I love is those last two who were just like, guys, you know it. Just, just run. Just run. You are not, whatever you're paid, you are not paid enough. Speaking of, fuck, last episode. Say, you, you forgot to mention. Kirk's first use of you've earned your pay for the week. Yeah. Oh, Which that I didn't realize they were paid for the week. Yeah, neither did I. But yeah, that that's something that actually comes up at least once more in the series because it's one of those things I remember him saying and I was thinking it's a bit. <laughs> that incongruous. comes up. That comes up a lot. At least one more time <laughs> in the series. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it could just be a point of phrase. Like, yeah, it could be a, yeah, an expression okay. at this point. But yeah, he says it to Chekhov when Chekhov realizes he must that that Apollo was getting saggy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, saggy. Your, yes. Avenger pay for the week. Um, those pecs. They can't yeah, sag. What, whatever they pay or don't pay the red shirts it's not enough to try no. to kill this thing that you already know has killed two of your fellows yes like just 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 run just fuck it fuck it man but i have to say nomad was i it was scary when he stopped talking to kirk it was mm. just like yeah. wandering around the ship i'm gonna like, do my oh, thing fuck. yeah just he, just, he just goes fucking into engineering and and just goes right by scotty who's yelling at him and he's like what the fuck do you do to that thing yeah there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do to that can thing kill you instantly I don't expect you to speak, Mr. Scott. It can make the ship go warp 15 or whatever. Did he do that by plugging his antenna into it? No, he somehow just from a distance. (laughs) What I love, though, when he he invades engineering towards the end, Scott's like, watch your paddles, men! Like, Scott, I appreciate that there's not much you can do, but what is watching? You were here earlier when it remotely improved your engine. Keep your pants on, men. I know, but it's just like, it's a weird, like... 
It's a weird thing, like, yes, sir. Okay, this is gonna save the day. Oh no, instead Kirk with his weird pseudo logic puzzle. Logic puzzles, logic. Spock. Spock can mind meld with robots? Spock can oh, mind God. meld with every fucking thing there is. Spock can mind meld with a toaster, he could pizza. mind meld with a plant, with he could mind he mind melts with the hoarder, Ooh. which is just a pizza. He can mind meld with fleas. I love the idea. Everything Did he ever accidentally mail um mail merges, I almost <laughs> 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 Captain, there's an issue. I sent it as a mail merge. I invited far too many people to Lieutenant Chekhov's birthday party. Chekhov isn't answering. Once I said it, I knew it. What did you say? I called him Lieutenant Chekhov. Hey, he eventually has to be a lieutenant because eventually he's a lieutenant commander. So at some point he was a lieutenant. I didn't say when in the series it was. So yeah, Spock mind melts with fucking everything. Yeah, now that's a weird, I mean, like, I just, what? It's a robot. Yeah, it's a machine. I mean, yes, it's got a very advanced mind, but it's still... It's, I mean, it's memory. I, and I, I, I made this note, which, which I don't know, blew up my skirt. But when he was, like... Can you say it in a nerdy voice? No, I, I, I don't really have a good nerdy voice. Sorry. Do you even own a skirt? I think I've only ever seen you in trousers. Trousers? Or pants, as most people call them. Jeans. Jeans and such. These are these are khakis. Right, these are khakis. Khakis. Um, when... Nomad's transmitting to the Enterprise and it's in like binary or some shit. Mm. I, my first thought was, well, he's already got that up on Pike, who could only beep yes and no. <laughs> That's true. Um, you notice that the binary that he was saying just sounded like a fast forwarded VHS I'd like to think it actually was just they, they probably just took the master audio from a random episode and sped it up. You know, yeah. you could spe- slow that down. It's actually like fucking. Gamesters, but you're still in Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, like, I guess you could try to argue that maybe something about Tanru, is it called? Mm-hmm. Maybe its brain was closer to a biological one. It that... was powered by lizards. Yes, and that's that is what allowed it. But it, I would just like some attempt, even ridiculous techno babble, I would have accepted. But it was they didn't even bother explaining. It's like, nope, I can do this. Even though yeah. it's a machine. But the techno babble is that a computer is like meant to be like a brain, isn't it? No, I know, but they didn't even say that, you know? Like it, it was it was implicit. It wasn't even a moment of just like, can you mind meld with this thing? It's like, well, Captain, doodly 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 do. I mean yes, a brain <laughs> but, is just but, electrical but, impulses and blah de blah. But in the but blah. in the sixties, would anybody have like really known enough about computers to even care about that? I don't know. I don't know. You know, mm. also, it fucked Spock up for a little while. It did. Ooh, that was cool. Like, there was like a feedback. Yeah, yeah, they were still remotely connected for a bit. I yeah. am nomad. Remotely we are nomad. Blue teeth. Kirk had to take Spock out of the room. And Imperfections. Kiss him in the hallway. <laughs> ah! That's what happened in my fanfic anyway. Uh... Spock, let me remind you what it's like to be half human. Oh, God. They hope no. it's the lower half. <laughs> nope, his lower half is fish. <laughs> Fucking mermaids <laughs> doing it wrong. <laughs> that was another thing I, I had was a uh, you know when, when Nomad offers to to bring Scotty back to life, but better, and Kirk's like, no, no, he's fine. The way he's like, like, come on, Kirk, just, just let him upgrade, see what happens. He said, but better. I missed that detail. I don't. I don't say but better, but he offered to upgrade him or something, like fix the inefficiencies in oh, the human body, make him a robot. He would just be <laughs> make pooping <him>. constantly. <laughs> 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 what? 
the digestive tract has been made so no. efficient. It's just a slide through his mouth. <laughs> no. Um, well, no, in theory, he'd never poop again. Maybe, the thing yeah. is, because poop is just like, it's stuff the body can't yeah. use. Yeah, you have to run it at 100% uh, Yeah, you find a way. They just make him run on alcohol like Bender from Futurama. <laughs> then yes. he would be more efficient and happier. You're either too drunk or not drunk enough. I forget how it works with you. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> Scotty. Aw, poor that's sweet Scotty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he really got it this week. He did. He got he did. beaten up by a god Repeatedly. and then killed by a robot. Straight up murdered. And brought back to life by the same robot <clears throat> just for fun. Weird week. Weird week. Have you ever told anyone about that? <laughs> you know, goes home, talks <laughs> to his family, like, So, Scotty, how, how was your five-year mission? Oh, you know, it was fine. It was fine. fine. It was fine. I didn't die and get brought back by a robot. What? Nothing, ma. Nothing. Wow. So when it was a drive-by fruiting? <laughs> I want to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh gosh! So when, so when they figure out that Nomad has been collided with and, and and combined with Tanru, they start talking about you know the the title of the episode obviously that oh he's he's like a changeling. A changeling is a is a fairy child who gets replaced with a. We're placed for a, a human child, and then you're stuck raising the the, yeah. the fairy baby. The fairy baby, and that's not, not at all quite what happened, what happened here, at no. all. It's a great title. It the is. concept of the changeling is an awesome concept, but no, they just they merged, and that's different. Yeah. Was it a male merge? Male merge. They male merged. Yes. A male meld. A male meld. A touch Spock, dicks. Spock wanted. He wanted a male meld. Wanted to touch some dicks. Yeah, no, it's it. It's a this title is a stretch. I'll, yeah, I'll a little bit. It's, 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 I, I mean, mean, the title and the, the thing is, they work it in and they, they explain do. it in the episode as if you're not going to get it, and then you still don't get it because it doesn't make fucking sense. No, yeah, like if anything, if they'd not gotten into the specifics of the myth, it might have worked better. She's like, yeah, I guess it changed. I don't know, I changed Ling, but okay. Hmm. I mean, if if anything, it's still not the same. But I feel like if anything, it's closer to what's that bird that oh. kicks Ooh. out. No, not no. that. Easy. The bird that that'll it'll go to a nest when it's unguarded and kick out the eggs and replace it with its own. Yeah. And then, and then the, the the other <laughs> bird comes back and unwittingly cares for and hatches yeah. the eggs. Um, oh, it, I forget it's not what the they're... rook. The I mina forget... bird? No. No. The mina bird. I forget what bird it is, but it's a cool bird. It's, it's, it's almost badass. closer. <laughs> be a great prank show on television is where you go around and you swap out bird's eggs with different bird's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the when the birds hatch and the mama bird's there and is like, what the fuck is oh. this? You'd be like, you just got punked. It, the cuckoo, which actually in its way makes perfect sense. Oh yes, the cuckoo. Oh, that That's asshole. Right. They're Coo- jerks. Cuckoos don't bother building their own nests. They just lay eggs that perfectly mimic those of other birds and take over their nests. But other birds are wising up, evolving some seriously impressive tricks to spot the cuckoo eggs. Wow. Doesn't fucking matter, though, because the cuckoo already fucking made omelets out of your babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but now you don't accidentally... You, they then make an omelet out of them, so zero-sum game. Cuckoo is the Ashton Kutcher of the bird world. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, Sunny's gotten a lot, like, darker now. Damn. Fuck. adult cereal. Like mm-hmm. adult coloring books. Mm. He's going to kick your kids out of the nest and then eat their Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think we're getting a little punchy and hungry. A little bit. Well, anything else I'm on the changeling? I'm going to eat this table. Don't eat the table. <laughs> you sure you don't want uh, sure a pizza, Jake? 
Your logic is impeccable, Captain. We are in grave danger. Like, and again, he, he infused it with just a little bit of that no shit, Jim. <laughs> but because he's Vulcan, he kept it all yep. level. I forget what Kirk had said exactly, but he's just like, duh. Nah. And then, of course, the, the closing line of the episode, my son, the doctor. Oh, that yeah. was very silly. That was dumb. I thought that was funny. Though. <laughs> my son, the doctor. Well, this has been episode 17 of A Star to Steer Her By. I was just reminded we forgot to introduce ourselves, but it's okay because we sign out as well. I've been Chris. Oh, I've been Ames. I've been Caitlin. And I've been Jake. Please tune in next week where we will be covering Mirror Mirror. That's right, we've made it to the Mirror Universe. Very exciting. And the Apple. I don't remember which one that is, to be honest. That's the Feeders of All. Yeah, that, it sounds fun. Is that talking a computer to death again? No. Uh, so soon? I hope so. I don't know. They blow it up from the ship. I think. Ah, it's less fun. Spoiler. I don't remember. It's been a long time. But <laughs> there's like, but they're all they're like it's utopian. It's yeah, I think fun. I remember this one. Anyway, do please find our Facebook page. Start us to hear her by. We'll have relevant links and stories and whatever else. You know, have a happy new year. We will be back in 2017. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Be sure to tip your yeoman. <laughs>